2: Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One N A a member FDIC. Have you heard? The bird is the word. Section 336. The next generation of Baltimore sports talk.
1: Three, three, six. Section 336
2: Section 336
1: Section 336
0: Section 336 Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your dearly considering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the zany Bert Rohde. What up, 336ers? And the button lever Josh Soroka.
1: Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, there's, hey, there's my Echo. <laughs> uh, what's going on with your setup, Matt?
0: You think it's this uh, Bluetooth again or no? I mean, you think it's my blue snowball? Do I have to switch to the back or something again? I
1: don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Flip the little switch like you did before. Is that any better? I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's fine. We'll just go with it. We're fine. We'll see how it shows up in the recording or not. All right, but uh, but yeah. So, if the recording sounds a little different tonight, it's because I evacuated. Yeah. I left Saint Augustine thanks to Dorian. So yeah, you've only been the there
2: thing. about you've been there about two months, and you're already getting your first uh, hurricane evacuation.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I went through the whole like prepare for the hurricane and make sure everything's got batteries I ordered a weather radio all the stuff that I kind of ignored for snowstorms and I took the hurricane kind of serious I tried to buy a generator I went multiple days and the stores were all sold out of generators and then uh, we got invited some friends invited us to come hang out in Tampa so once Dorian kind of made it clear that he wasn't going across the state but he was going to head up north we decided why not head to Tampa. And it just was also convenient that the Orioles were in Tampa as well. So I said, why not? And we went there and uh, so I've been here since Sunday. Uh, Hopefully Dorian hits tomorrow morning and by tomorrow evening we get to go home to St. Augustine.
2: So you finally visited Tropicana Field. Uh, Matt and I have been there before, this was your first visit.
1: Yeah, so I went to Tropicana for Labor Day and I think I have lots of thoughts on Tropicana (laughs) Field. Because it's weird watching baseball indoors. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's I mean that's really the the only I guess you could say a positive about it is that it's different. But you certainly want that would not want that to be your home ballpark.
1: No, it's no Camden Yards. I liked it at first. I liked the fact that it was air conditioned. But I think it was about halfway through. I was like, man, I wish having a nice breeze and the sun and like outdoor life in a baseball game. Yeah. Um, but I. I, I think Tropicana gets trashed a lot and I don't think it's a bad stadium I like it's got really nice sight lines and a lot of really nice standing room only sections I think it's crazy where it's located yeah that it's 45 minutes from anything right is crazy so I'm staying in Tampa and it was as if I was living in Annapolis and driving to Baltimore it's as if Camden Yards was in Annapolis.
2: Well it's more it's in Saint Petersburg, right? It's in
1: Saint, it's in Saint Petersburg. Yeah, but don't tell me you're Tampa a Tampa team. Right. That'd be like, That'd be like the Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore Orioles, Orioles State State that play in Annapolis. But it's
2: in Saint Pete proper, like it's in the city. It's like in a warehouse district or something, right? Yeah, but Saint yeah,
1: but Saint Pete's got nothing going for it. <laughs> it's, a it's a dump of a city. Ouch. I, mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I just drove through <laughs> it. So I'm just gonna go gonna go uh hard with that. But I didn't mind it inside. I mean, all right, it's stupid that they're playing baseball on carpet. I it's stupid that there's no bullpens and the guys are on the sideline. Yeah. But it was, awesome it was awesome to see Hunter Harvey warm up, and I definitely spent that entire inning watching Hunter Harvey on the sidelines rather than whatever was going on on the field. So I don't, so I don't mind Tropicana. It's a cool experience, and uh, but it's no Camden Yards. It's really hard to go from. The best stadium in baseball to the truck. Quite possibly the
2: worst, at least in twenty
1: nineteen. And, and I loved, loved Brendan Hyde's comments today. Where he made comments about it being quiet yeah. and how you could hear anything. And that was my big takeaway was like you can hear every glo- like you can hear every pitch smack on the catcher's glove when I sat in left field bleachers basically. Right. So uh, um well, I'll say, I'll, yeah, so say, I'll say this. Negatives is the fan base. Yeah,
0: well, okay. I, I think uh, my opinion on you, Josh, is that it's kind of a snowflake move, a strawberry move to evacuate, but to use <laughs> own. Um, but I'm going to call you strawberry for yeah, that. But, I mean, if a big color totally team could wipe you out, i get it. Uh, I just think it's a bit of a strawberry move.
1: Uh, it's not a strawberry move. It's, it's so definitely awesome. a uh, – it's, not, it's not a manly move. I'll give you, I'll you give that. You that. A man defends property. Yes. But it's the a rental. It's a rental home. <laughs> totally different if I owned the house. It was very nice as a rental to just leave <laughs> and say, "Yeah, Not- <laughs> it's just stuff. I can stuff can be replaced. Not my problem. I don't care about the house. <laughs> Not my problem." And the Orioles are in town. Friends are inviting us over. School has been canceled. School, girls right now have school canceled through Thursday. Wow. It's like and my work shut down for Tuesday and Wednesday. Because because Monday was already a holiday. The, because like, of a little hey,
0: wind, and, wind and rain? They shut everything down?
1: Wow, A little wind and rain that can blow you off the beltway, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah, and, yeah, and and lack of power and all that stuff that we're supposed to lose power. But, yeah, enough that I was like, hey, why not go on vacation? And a free vacation at that. So, it's all cool. It's all cool. Trop did $2 kid tickets. I thought that was really cool.
0: They're free at coming yards.
1: <laughs> That's that true. Is, yeah, That's there true. you go. <laughs> good, point. good point, good point. Camden Yards has, it up, has a one-up on them. The Trop has soda souvenir cups that are free refills.
2: Okay. Uh-huh.
1: They have that up on Camden Yards. They've got a hot dog that is deep fried with baked beans on top of it. Nice. Camden Yards needs to get that. <laughs> But other than, but yeah, everything else, yards I mean, is a thousand times better, and it's not fair to compare the two. Yeah, it, like it's not even really the same sport they're playing on the field.
0: Wow, and they're not playing the same sport either because uh, the baseball teams are at two different levels. The Tampa Bay right. Rays are playing Major League Baseball. I don't know what the Orioles are playing.
1: Hey, I got to see the return of Mark Trumbo.
0: Yeah, and it had a had a, a couple. He had Woo-hoo. a big hit yesterday, <laughs> a big hit today.
1: Yeah, yeah, big hit. Got that. Got a big double yesterday. Got, the, got this kid Mason Williams playing center field today. That nobody knows who he is.
0: Well, if you because you don't listen to me when I come on this podcast, I was
1: you've never mentioned Mason. It's not true,
0: Josh. It's not true. Back like a month ago, when they brought back up Chase Peterson, I said they should bring up Mason Williams, center fielder, hitting about three hundred at AAA. He's All right. a quarter dude. But they should
2: bring up yeah. Mason. Williams. Yeah,
1: an older dude who's not part of the future.
2: Who knows? Who knows? Um, for me, they we'll, shouldn't be bringing anyone up who's part of the future yet. It's still too soon.
1: No, I totally agree. <laughs> that's why Trumbo was brought back. Hey,
2: that's why Mason Williams is up there.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a little people. There was um, uh, some people. A little
1: people. There was <laughs> a little people. Now that I'll pay to see if they're bringing up some little people.
0: There was little people. Well, they would walk a lot. It's not a bad strategy. But they were, um, there were some people upset about Ryan Mountcastle um, not being caught up. He was the, right. Ryan Mountcastle was named the M- International MVP. League MVP. So here is the mm-hmm. best player in that AAA International League, and he can't find a way. And I guess he's not good enough to make the 40-man to get on to the expanded rosters for the Orioles. You hate to see that, huh?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's the only reason. Right, right. Does anybody care? I mean, I know.
0: Does no one care that the best prospect right now, the best offensive prospect who's closest to to the majors, not the best offensive prospect. That's, of course, the boy Rushman, um, who I could see in person this past week, which I can talk about in a minute. Um, But but I think people care that here's a guy in AAA tearing up AAA, which is a step away from the majors. He's an actual prospect. People want to watch him play. And I think people care that he wasn't caught up.
1: all All right. I think the people who are upset that he didn't call up are the same people that do not understand that we're going through a rebuild, who are upset that every move that the Orioles suck and upset that the Orioles are bad this year. And they think that the Angelos family is trying to major league us and into getting out of Baltimore. Those are the same people.
0: Oh, yeah, because bringing up uh, Mountcastle would help the Orioles to leave. No, bringing up Mountcastle would make us a better, more entertaining team. That's why he's bringing right. him up. Throw, throw the Oriole fans a bone here and bring up Mountcastle. No,
1: those, it's those fans that are saying that you're – yeah, but what, what is good is it going to do for him coming up this year? Do Would it do anything with his development? It's
0: not going to hurt it. Uh, I,
1: don't I don't know. We've been through, We've this, been through this with Gosman and Bundy and up and down. Up and down.
0: I think uh, – well, well, then just call him up and –
1: You know what's – all right. Best case, best case scenario, what happens if they bring Mountcastle up is he has a, he has a great month. And we all, the fan base decides that he's the future face. We went through this last year with Cedric Mullins. Where they bring him up for a month, he has a good month, and then we realize, oh, never mind, he sucks. Even though we spent all off-season saying, put Cedric Mullin on the billboards, put him on the flag posts, make him the face of the organization. Where is he? He didn't even get the September call-up
0: yeah no first of all that's dumb on two accounts no one ever said Cedric Mullins is the face of the franchise secondly oh yeah let me just google that that. you won't find a single person saying anything remotely like that secondly Ryan Mountcastle is an actual prospect Cedric Mullins was never a prospect Ryan Mountcastle is actually a highly ranked prospect in our system he's always on the you know in the top 100 he's always on kind of that border top 100 prospects um so he's an actual good-hitting prospect. Cedric Mullins was never a high prospect like, like Ron M- Mycassero.
1: The fan base the fan base Cedric. set Cedric Mullins up as the new Adam Jones. Um,
0: I I mean, I agree that he was built up too much. Um, and this year he's had a terrible year. Um, and maybe some blame is on the Orioles maybe for putting too much pressure on him. I guess that's where you're going with this, that they put too much pressure on him and that's why Cedric Mullins failed. Um, I'm not sure if Cedric Mullins would have been successful with or without the pressure. Um, but you're right. It's interesting that uh, he wasn't caught up as they caught up all these other guys.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was a – I think it was the Oriole fans desperate to see the future that crowned cl- Cedric Mullins. And I think, we would do, I think the fan base would do the same to Ryan Mountcastle if they saw Ryan Mountcastle.
0: We're, yeah, we're already doing it. Uh, because he's the closest hitting prospect we have. He's the closest top prospect we have to, to to the majors.
1: I'm still not even sold on Ryan Mountcastle being part of the future. Okay. Get off. Do you really, get, do you really get get think off he's my the podcast. future first baseman?
0: Yeah, I think he's the future either first baseman, left field, DH. I think he's going to be one Has of those. Has he ever played left field? Yeah, he, that's where he's playing every day at Norfolk for like the past All right. like month.
1: All right. All right. Great. So we have him and Trey Mancini that do the exact same thing.
0: Yeah, but Josh, the thing is, next year, Mark Trumbo, gone. Chris Davis,
1: Well, Mark gone. Trumbo was gone this year.
0: But I'm saying Chris oh, Davis, Oh, I don't Mark, think Chris Davis is gone. Yeah, he is gone. I'm telling you right now, breaking news. Next year, Chris Davis won't be here. Uh, at some point, he's leaving to make room for Ryan Madcastle. Ryan Madcastle will be the everyday DH or left field or first base, however you want to maneuver him and Trey Mancini.
1: So we're going to have him and Trey Mancini, two guys. that what are they going to do, flip-flop between first base and left field?
0: Or no, first base and DH. Trey Mancini at first, oh, okay. who made a great play, by the way. I think it was two two nights ago where he took a, a catch from Hans Arberto and made the tag. Really a great play by Trey Mancini at first. You're going to have Trey Mancini at
2: first, probably, and Ryan Mountcastle at DH. Why don't you guys explain to me what I read about uh, if he gets called up, the clock starts ticking, so by not calling him up, we're essentially getting 27 extra games out of him in the future that were not starting in September? How does that work? What does that mean?
0: I think no, I think the 27-day thing is wrong. I think next year, if he's down in the minors for 27 days, this is what the Toronto Blue Jays did with Vlad Guerrero. You get a whole other year out of him if he stays in the minors. For oh, the so they wait and bring him up at the end of year. April next year. Yeah.
2: But – I'm not okay. sure. Well, then I'd rather do that yeah. than bring it up in September now.
0: Yeah, and I guess I get
2: that. But
0: maybe, but on this one, maybe I'm leaning with Josh a little bit. In that Ryan Mountcastle, I don't think is Vlad Guerrero Jr. I'm not sure if Ryan Mountcastle is a the type of player where you, you know, manipulate service time just so you can get – like, I don't know if he's that good. Um, but, it, but in the end, I do. I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit here with Josh.
1: Um, in, in no way end, <laughs> all right in the end i got a. I think the i got a serious ryan mountcastle question okay
0: and, and then i'll explain why he's not caught up but but go go ahead
1: did ryan mountcastle really take this really big leap this year or is it the triple a balls
0: um okay i would say it's a little bit of both right the the first I mean his numbers are are awesome and partly because the balls, um, but also right he's
1: got yeah the balls help him
0: but everyone else is playing with these balls too and he was the MVP of the league, of the of a league where everyone was playing with these balls okay so that says eh, he was like the best hitter and he doesn't have the base running he doesn't have the speed he doesn't have the defense right to 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 to, to be a you know an all around great player, but offensively. I think he took a big step forward. He still has issues, right? Ask anybody. He doesn't walk enough. He swings the balls out of the strike zone. Um, and he has defensive issues. So he's not, like, perfectly polished. So there's an, a strong argument to be made. He's not ready for the majors. He's also young. I think he's still 22.
2: 22, yeah. Yeah.
0: And he still, like, has areas in his game he needs to work on. Um, but, but the Orioles, for this rebuilding team, the 40-man roster... Is there, the purpose of it Expanded rosters Is to get a look at guys that you're not sure of See I would argue the Orioles are sure Of Ryan Mountcastle They know who he is They know he can hit in the magic level It's just a matter of waiting until you know He can work on those things like On base percentage and taking more pitches um, But they know who he is Someone like Mason Williams I think they don't know Like, Do we have a player here with Mason Williams Let's try him out so we can know if he's a part of next year's team or not. Sure. And, and by the way, I appreciate the Orioles having an actual center fielder. You see a couple of days ago when Stevie Wilkerson just dropped the ball huh. in center field. I appreciate that we actually have an actual center fielder in there. So I think like this is what the expanded rosters are for. An older guy um, in AAA, let's give him a shot at the majors to see if he can hang. I also say it's also for guys who were up, then were sent back down, and now we can see like – If they improved, the perfect guy for that is Tanner Scott, right? Like Tanner Scott went to AAA, pitched pretty well, worked on stuff, now he's back in the majors, hopefully spending most of his time hitting Tony Pham. uh, Because I hope that Pham guy gets hit every time he's up because he's (laughs) a punk. Um, So I think that's the major reason of the 40 man. Not really to see prospects because you know what Ryan McHustle is, more to see these unknown guys. Is Mason Williams actually good enough to be an everyday outfielder? Um, did Tanner Scott make the improvements? I think that's how they're using the 40-man. I also wonder, one last stupid comment I want to make. We fired our scouts, right? Which to me says we really don't yep. value the eyeball test anyway. So it's not like if you call him to, to, to the majors, you get a set of eyeballs on him. We really don't care about the eyeballs anyway. Just tell me what the little computer system says. I don't need to see him in person anyway. So who needs to see him? Who needs to get a uh, look at him in the majors? Let's just see what the computer says about him. That's how I feel. Like the Orioles think about it sometimes.
1: Now, it, during the off season, he's got to be on the forty man in order to avoid the Rule Five draft. Not Mountcastle. Yeah, Mount- yeah Mount- Mountcastle. No, I don't think so. Really? Yes. Yeah, I was just reading. twenty-two,
0: that's pretty young to be put on the... Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah. Um, so that'll. But he would be he, force him onto the Rule 5, onto the forty man, so he'll get that invite, spring training, and have a chance next year.
0: Yeah, he was gonna. He's gonna be. Uh, in, with the Orioles he'll be invited at some anyway. point next year. Yeah, yeah. At some point next year, as long as he plays well in AAA, he'll, he'll be up at some point, I think. I would imagine like May or June, he'll be up and being everyday player for the Orioles next year. Do
1: you, Do you think bringing Trumbo back hurt Mountcastle's chance?
0: I know. I think it was nice of Trumbo to wait till September call-ups. <laughs> I don't know exactly how it worked with his injury, but it just worked out really well that he comes back the exact time that rosters are expanded, and you can fit him right. in there with no problem.
1: And this month <laughs> is very important for Trumbo because he's got to prove that he can still play baseball going into a free agency year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would argue it doesn't really matter. Be- I mean, I think it's really good for Mark Trumbo.
1: You think another team would take a chance on him next no, year? No, I
0: think the best he can hope for after this, even if he bats 500, the best he can hope for is a minor league contract next year to prove that he's healthy and can... And can well, that's clean.
1: kind of the state of baseball right yeah. now where they don't, they don't... Admi- they don't value veterans no
0: they don't especially veterans who can't play defense can't play the field. can't run and can a player run. like
2: mark trumbo is going the way of the dodo
0: exactly that's exactly right, right. So, but it's it's good for mark trumbo like kind of dude like just retire but good for mark trumbo for like working hard to get his way back to to like it's i'm happy for mark trumbo that that he made it back and can play for a month i don't know if i'll ever play in the majors after this but i'm, I'm glad he could work hard and um, he's done with the Orioles. This is the last time you're watching Mark Trumbo this past month.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Hey, I want to go back real quick. I was just thinking about this this week because a lot of people, you know, are talking about um, how it's kind of – it's you know, the Orioles are kind of – it's a waste to watch them and it's, you know, the season is done and they're boring. And I was thinking about this 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 past week. And just since we talked last on Monday – all the stuff that's happened with the Orioles, it's kind of cool, right? Like on Tuesday, going back, that was when Aaron Brooks out-dueled Patrick Corbin when they played against the Nats. That's also the same game that Hunter Harvey, like, loaded the bases and then struck out and then struck the guy out to, to, to get out got the inning. Um, by the way, uh, Hunter Harvey has been great, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, that was my highlight of the trip to the Trop was to be able to see Hunter Harvey in person. And the mullet in person.
0: Yeah, the fastball looks great. The location looks great. Here's his stats. Six appearances, five and a third innings, um, ten strikeouts, one run. That's pretty good, guys. Five innings, yeah, ten strikeouts, and he's only given up one run. That's pretty good stuff right there from Hunter yep. Harvey throwing 100 miles per hour. And I'm telling you, Josh, you say he's going to be a starter next year. Uh, people are excited about what he's doing in the bullpen.
1: Yeah, that's that is, That's the that's the only glimpse of the future we have on the team right now, and that's exciting. Yeah, so
0: that was Tuesday. Then Wednesday. I just Wednesday, hope it's more
1: than a pen roll.
0: I don't understand what boring you're talking about. That was a game that Jose Flores, the third base coach for the Orioles, and Dick Blyer, the lefty, left-handed pitcher, they got into a heated argument about defensive position or something. You guys yeah. see this in, in, in the dugout? Yeah, and yeah. then it got pretty nasty. And then um, Armstrong, our boy Armstrong, was like getting in the face of Flores too, standing up for his dick. His, I mean, his his Dick Blyer standing up for his <laughs> guy, uh, and then like Flores is like, let's take this out into the into the back room, uh, or, or down into the dugout, um, and and it's, it got heated back there too. So that was pretty. This is the second uh, kind of coach-player fight we've seen from the Orioles. Pretty fun stuff out there. They got to be giving us something. Yeah. Um, Do you guys think Armstrong – I mean, I'm sorry. Do you guys think – first of all, I think it's interesting that Armstrong took the side of Blyer and was yelling F you to the coach. That was interesting. It was also interesting that Blyer was upset about defensive shifts. you guys think Blyer has an argument here that – here's my issue with defensive shifts. They always do it based on what? Numbers. Statistics.
1: uh, Numbers computer, oh, yeah, yeah
0: on, on whose numbers the hitters the hitters numbers i you right. never see the pitchers numbers right like where do all the pitchers balls go you always see where if, if this makes sense you always see where the hitters tend to go what percentage of the time but you never see no no, no.
1: i that's i think that's changed oh
0: really you can see where the because, balls go off certain pitchers
1: well we've mentioned a few times about the zach Britton conversation that he had on c2c c2 C2,
0: whatever
1: yeah yeah on the podcast and zach Britton, that's one of the things he talked about going from baltimore to new york is how the analytics went from being very generic like this is what this batter does this is what this batter does to suddenly the analytics were this is what this batter does against you
0: right
1: and became very personal and i'm assuming that the orioles have caught up at that point and assuming that they are doing the analytics based on what pitcher is on the mound. Okay. Sure,
2: or at least what handed it is or what style you know of pitches he throws.
1: Right. Sure. But my thing with uh, Blair is you don't hear him complaining about the shifts when it saves his butt, when it's making his ERA lower because the guys happen to be positioned Which, at the right spot. I don't think spot. it's happened very much it's this year, when by the way. It doesn't work.
0: He, I don't think it's happened very much, by the way. I think he's been a victim of, of a lot of bad luck. I think that's been frustrating for a player this year.
1: Yeah, and I think that emotion, like, I think it's credit to Brendan Hyde and his staff that we haven't seen this frustration and emotion until August, September after a year of losing.
0: You think it's good to have players young at coaches?
1: I think it's amazing that you are such a bad team and so frustrating for the fan base to watch. That the players have not gotten frustrated before now, vocal, uh, out, outwardly.
0: Oh, it, so you, you think everyone should be praised for keeping a lid on it this long?
1: I think for I think the professionalism of the players and the, to get through a, such a losing season has been pretty good. Right.
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, it, that kind of thing doesn't phase me, except for. It's a little highlight video I get to watch the next morning. And then I go, oh, haha, ha, that was cool. Uh, you know, it'd be, if the team is contending, the last thing you want to see is uh, the teammates fighting each other in the dugout. But you don't usually see that when a team is doing good, you see it when the team's doing bad. So if they're fighting with each other, it doesn't bother me at all. Again, these are not guys who are going to be part of the 2021, 2022 team, let alone the players. Uh, the coaching staff quite possibly couldn't be, may not be there. So it doesn't phase me at all. It's like September 3rd. Let's wrap this season up already. But I'm trying to argue, Bert, that there's still fun,
0: entertaining things to watch, like those fights. Also, that same day, Chris Davis hit a home run. That's notable. No.
2: Again, Matt, if you want fun, entertaining things to watch, you do like you and me did and go see Adley Rushman play. That's (laughs) the only thing entertaining to watch in the Orioles organization right now is the minor leagues. The major league doesn't phase me
1: at all. Except for Hunter Harvey.
2: Uh, sure. Or if there's a fight in the dugout. I'll watch that video clip the next day. Okay. Well, Bert, how about
0: this? How about on Friday, they scored 14 runs. John Means came back to his hometown. There was an adorable picture of John Means. Like I saw games. the adorable picture, yes. Yeah, and he came back, pitched a, a really good game against the Warriors. They won. They, they, they scored 14 runs. Valar had three steals. Alberto, Hans, Hans Alberto had
2: five hits. Um, you don't think that stuff matters at all? Uh, no, not when you're pushing 100 losses or whatever we're at now.
0: You don't think it matters that Hanzo Roberto this year has had 200 plate appearances
2: against left-handed pitching? Let me he, ask you two questions. 420. 420. Two questions. Is Hans Roboto on our team next year? Yes. Are we competing for the World Series next year? No. Then no. No. Then it do I don't care. All right, how about this?
0: On Saturday, Anthony Santander went deep twice. Dongs twice. Here's Anthony Santander's stats just for the last seven days. He's batting three seventy five with three home runs just this past week in six games. You don't think it matters that Anthony Santander's on fire right now for the Orioles?
2: I got a couple questions about Anthony Santander. He is um, – either spending a lot more time in the gym or a lot of time at Biogenesis. Uh, that guy's got power coming out of nowhere this year where I completely unexpected him to be the power hitter that he is this year. When he came up last year, you know, it's just a Rule 5 guy. Uh, I hope it's just in the gym because I'd like to see that continue. You think him and Mike Shkrumski are spending their free time doing the same thing? What was the guy's name in that movie? Tony... Uh... I'm uh, forgetting his last
1: name already. From the Biogenics Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah.
2: Anthony Bosch. 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 Tony Bosch.
1: To that's it. You're there trying it. to say some. Santander has some uh, needle pricks in his butt? I don't know.
2: I'm not saying anything, but uh, he looks a lot bigger than he did last year, and I hope that's all from the gym.
1: <laughs> I, I am enjoying Anthony Santander. His I numbers are proving it. Just, I hope this is proven that he can be an everyday outfielder.
2: I like, I like Santander. A, a Rule
1: five success story. I like him, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and actually did. This... I'd like him to learn English.
2: Oh, that that's so racist.
1: Yeah. I mean, just because I'd like to see good interviews with him, not just through a translator.
2: Yeah, I, I kind of I always wanted each row to play for our team, but I said, if he doesn't speak English, I don't want him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, actually, Bert, and I, I get what you're saying about Santander. He's only 24. He's still got some growing in him, so hopefully it's all natural. And when when he was when he was 21, I just pulled up the stats. When he was 21, playing in high A ball, he had 20 home runs. So it's not like he's never been profiled or he's never had power before. Right. He had 20 home runs in 128 games.
2: And so I don't it's think that this
1: is completely ball out of nowhere. Turning doubles into donks.
2: Well, this is his second full year on the team too. Second full year in the majors. So, uh, yeah. And yeah. you're right. He's young. He's 24. So keep I think it he up. Could be part of the future. Keep it up. Yeah. He could. He could be a you know middle of the lineup hitter, power hitter. All
0: right. And the other thing I wanted to get to before we can um, talk about me going to see Adley Rushman is um,
1: hey your entertainment things. You must have not been watching tonight's game, where Mancini got upset with a pitch, yelled at the ump. Brandon Hyde comes out, starts yelling at the ump, kicks dirt over the plate. You see that no, play? I, I,
0: missed that. I, I missed that.
1: Oh, oh that was uh, a <laughs> that was pretty recent. If you if you go online, you can see the replays. Just like in the last few minutes. It was probably right, when we, <laughs> it was probably right when, during, while we were doing our show. Right. Brandon Hyde goes and kicks some dirt over the plate. That's some more entertaining baseball. Yeah, see, that's what I'm telling you. I didn't even realize that. I thought that dirt was fake dirt. Yeah, it was just brown carpet. It brown carpet. Brown carpet. The warning track is brown carpet. I'll tell you that.
0: See, more entertainment. Um, also, in the first game, Ty Block uh, only gave him two runs in five innings to get the win. Ty Block... Who gave him two runs? <laughs> I like this to lower his ERA to eleven. <laughs>
2: so they had
0: a really good game to lower his ERA to eleven. Right, um, but yeah, they have about- really got to
2: stop winning, though. I mean, I'm Detroit's like three and a game, three and a half games ahead of us in this number one draft pick. Four four and a half right now yeah. is the number unacceptable.
1: Yeah, I really want that number to be within three games for that series in Detroit.
2: Yeah, but at this pace, we're probably going to sweep them, and then all hope is lost.
0: I know. There There was a moment when we beat, after we split with the Nationals and we beat the Royals and scored 14 runs in the first inning, I looked at the standings and we were just like three games um, behind the Royals for the third pick. I'm thinking, oh, crap. Yeah. If we sweep the, Ro- the Royals, uh, we could drop
2: to number three draft pick. Yeah. You think the Royals weren't looking oh, at that worse. when they when they allowed us to score 14 runs against them? <laughs> Please.
1: Guys, it, it's worse than that. The Royals are three games behind us, but they are tied with the Miami Marlins.
2: Yeah, like this could go. We could drop all the way back to fourth. If we get hot, this could go south fast. This this tanking idea isn't new. You know, just because we're at the bottom, or we were at the bottom a few weeks ago, and now all of a sudden the Royals and the Miami, like, oh, they're tanking too. And (laughs) we earned the right to tank at this point. We've been terrible all season. Now all these other schlubs are like, well, we're not going to make it. We might as well tank too. Now the Royals are in it, and the Marlins. Next thing you know, we got like the fifth or sixth pick. And who wants that? I'm not even going to tune in to watch that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think at this point. Number five is the Blue Jays right now, and they are – 13 games back while we are four and a half back. And
2: the Blue Jays don't need the number one draft pick. The Blue Jays already have a bunch of young studs on their Major League roster. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the next three years. They're going to win the World Series before us. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard of Vlad Jr. and Bo Bichette and all these guys? The Blue Jays are for real in 2022. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Blue Jays. Let let us have the pick. Why am I even bothering with this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this... If we start winning games, this this could get out of hand fast. Though it, it makes me happy to beat Tony Fan. What, what what a what a what a sensitive little strawberry this fan is. You hear his comments? Yeah, after so he the was game? saying
1: Yeah, he's saying Dylan Tate tried to throw at him on purpose and was throwing at his head so he wanted to kill him. Oh and I think t- <laughs> and, the, he, and he said that the that he heard the Oriole dugout cheering Tate on to hit him. Yeah, he said. Which trust we were me, chirping. I was at the game. They were chirping. I was... I would have heard the chirping. I could hear every fan conversation in that stadium. There were so few people there.
0: Yeah, he seems a little there bit sensitive. There
1: was no sensitive. chirping. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I don't like him. He probably
1: thinks Dorian is coming after him personally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tanner Scott hit him the other day, and that made me happy. Um, <laughs> and if, if I was, if I was, this is why I don't manage a baseball game. But if I was the manager, I would tell my pitchers. Just, uh, you know, throw every ball inside for, for Tony Pham. Right.
1: Put Hunter Harvey in there. Say, let me see that triple digit, triple digit on that thigh. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I want him mind a triple digit on the thigh of Pham. Um, That's what I think about him. And at this point, hitting Pham, he he's killing us anyway. So, just put him on first base. <laughs> I never understood why you intentionally walk, guys. This is a whole other discussion. But why would you intentionally walk someone when you can hit him? Thought that would make more sense to me, but whatever. Well, that, That's yeah. why they added the, uh, right. the no-pitch-intentional walk. Yeah, that's right. I know. It's a, it's a shame. It's, all the baseball players have gotten soft. You hate to see yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. But no, I got a chance to go to um, – I don't think I got a chance to talk about this on the air yet. I guess I went on Friday um, to see my first time seeing Adley Rushman in, purpose, on, on, in person. It was also Scrapple Night at mm. Delmarva.
1: So I got me a Great Eastern Shore giveaway. And I, I got me a Scrapple. Scrapple T-shirt, and they were
0: selling Scrapple Nuggets in the stadium, and Scrapple Pizza, and like Scrapple Sandwiches. I did not partake of any of the Scrapple meals.
1: I'm all for a Scrapple Sandwich. Heck yeah! Scrapple Sandwiches are great. Some toast, some butter, and Scrapple.
0: Yeah, I'm, yeah. All right, fine. Teach, teach your own. Um, it's Big Beer Fridays, so I got myself a 32-ounce Miller Lite for six bucks. <laughs> um, and I saw, I guess the Adley Rushman. Uh, Adley Rushman did, did the DH thing, um, so he didn't catch. So I was with That's the That's what he was doing when DH. I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw him get one hit. And he went one for four in a uh, opposite uh, field same. single. Same.
2: Yeah, one for four. Yeah. And and you
0: said this, I think, and I had the same experience. His first at bat, it was three two. Ball
2: was clearly low, and the guy called strike three. And Adley Rushman was sitting there like, "What? No, that was a ball." Yeah, yeah. That wasn't his first at-bat, but it's very similar. Yeah, third or fourth at-bat.
0: Yeah, so happened. you got to wonder when you see that. I saw people saying, like, oh, he's batting 125. He's off to a slow start in Delmarva. You didn't see that strike three call. on
1: him. Right. That was a little
0: bit outrageous. I mean, and he did. He just looked under. He looked in, in control, all those at-bats. And I, I just love – I mean, there's a couple videos of him hitting home runs now there at, at, at Delmarva. Man, that mm-hmm. man's got a sweet swing. I also got myself a um, – I think this – I cannot remember – the last time I purchased something for myself at an Oriole store, especially like a T-shirt, like I, I don't really, like I get all my T-shirts are giveaways. Right. But I bought, I went in there and dropped thirty bucks on an Adley Rushman jersey for Damarva. Did you? I could not resist. It was like calling. Things.
1: It's a Shorebirds, not Orioles, it's right? It's a
0: Shorebirds
1: jersey. That's cool. All right, good. I don't like the people who are wearing the Rushman Oriole shirts because clearly the number's wrong and all that. Yeah, He's I already a, changed it between – Number 37. Uh, yeah, he was right. 35, he was 35 in Aberdeen. In Aberdeen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to get a, a jersey at every level. So as, I'm going to follow him up there and get my jersey to go with the level. And they were that also auctioning off the, the Scrapple jerseys the players are wearing. Uh-huh. and they were going for really cheap and I was tempted, like Grayson Rodriguez was like 100 bucks, and I was tempted to put my name down but those Scrapple jerseys are just so ugly that
2: I just <laughs> couldn't do it yeah I,
1: yeah, I was tempted to do it for Bowie when they had the Moon jerseys because they looked awesome but they didn't have any good players on Bowie at the time
0: <laughs> Oh, by the way, Bert, I saw on yeah. Twitter today they are auctioning off the Norfolk
2: Tides Margaritaville jerseys Did you see that? I did see that, yep, yep I don't think I would pull the trigger on that, though. <laughs> <laughs> you could get a – what is it? I can't remember the guy's name.
0: What's Trey Scott, whatever his name is. can't remember his name. Yeah, I,
2: I – I, you would have to Taylor really, Scott, that's it. Taylor. You'd have to really hurt me to name anybody on the Norfolk roster right now. You could name
0: Austin Hayes and Ryan <laughs>
2: McEacher. Yeah, that would be like while you were like twisting my arm around my neck. Then I'd be like, um, um, Cedric Mullins – um, And is Cedric Mullins there?
0: No, he's at Booth.
2: Oh, see, yeah. I already gotten the first <laughs> one wrong. I'd be one broken arm in. Um, are you
0: guys surprised? That's another person who I thought maybe would get to call up. Austin Hayes did not get to call up, even though he's on the 40-man roster. Word is, because the Norfolk season is done, word is mm-hmm. Austin Hayes' next stop is the Arizona Fall League. Um, but I think the deal with Austin Hayes is he just hasn't been able to stay healthy this year. So they're hoping... Just to give him to play more and stay healthy at there is in a fall league. So That's another guy that's really had a um, disappointing season, just unable to stay healthy. And I feel like this, hopefully, this isn't turning into a Nolan Ryan mold type situation. But so far, Austin Hayes's young career is off to a really injury plagued start. Um, yeah. But he's, I think, this call up, this not getting caught up says they're more focused just on getting him to play and stay healthy. So Austin Hayes next stop will be the Arizona Fall League not the bottom Orioles. But he's on, if he can ever stay healthy, he is on the fast track to to the majors. I mean, all he needs to do is stay healthy for half a season in the minors and he'll get the call up. I think he just can't stay healthy so far.
1: Right. Well, that's, that's going to be the spring invite guys. Hope he invited spring training. Mountcastle will be like next year. We might actually have like real outfielders in our outfield.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's, I'm I'm kind of done with watching Stevie Wilkerson play outfield.
1: You think Mark, you think Mark Trumbo plays outfield this month? this month? Or is he strictly, is he strictly at a DH? Oh,
0: no. They'll get, they'll, they'll get him out in the outfield. I think I can almost guarantee it. Oh, hey. Another guy that I'm... Cisco made some really bonehead moves defensively. Um, but he's a guy... Like, this past week, he's had seven plate appearances. Chan Cisco, said two home runs. In the seven plate play, 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 play appearances this week, but he's a guy where he's not playing a lot. They're playing, you know, um, he, he's he's playing clearly a backup role, even against righties. He, he rarely plays, and I'm thinking here's a young kid who clearly has deficiencies in back at the backstop. But as Bert reminds us over and over again, we're not trying to win. Here's a guy who I think he's what like 25 years old in San Francisco. A guy who has in the past been a top-ranked prospect, it makes sense to me to play Chance Cisco every day to kind of see what you got and help him get better at his defense. Kind of throw him into the fire with his defense. Um, on the other hand, like Chance Cisco has been playing catcher his whole life and he still sucks at it, so maybe it's <laughs> time to like just have him be a different position, like have him play first or have him be a be a DH. Um, you guys, what, what 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 are your thoughts on? on Chance Sisko, former, you know, high prospect in the same position as Adley Rushman. And I just looked it up. He's still only 24 years old. Uh, What should the Orioles do with Chance Sisko? I think that's a really interesting situation. Well, you just
2: laid a case earlier in this episode how uh, first base and DH could be filled by Mountcastle and Trey Mancini. So that eliminates Chance Sisko going to either of those two places. I don't know. Yeah, it would seem to make more sense to give him just more playing time to hopefully keep get getting himself comfortable in the major league field. Um, but, it, you know, if he doesn't have it, he doesn't have it.
1: Yeah, his window is now. And if he's not ready now, he's not going to be an Oriole. He's not going to be an
0: Oriole. He's still 24.
1: Yeah, but he's, his window is from now until when Adley Rushman's ready. That's his window. If he wants to be an everyday, if he wants to be a major league catcher, that's his window. And there's no, unless he's going to be kept around as Adley's backup, there's no point in keeping him around if he can't perform now.
0: Well, the Orioles have been trying to teach him how to catch since, get this, since 2013, six years. They've been trying to teach him how to catch. Adley Rushman, um, who's been in the system for about a month, uh, or More than that though But a, a few months Right Can catch You know Three or four or five times As good as Chancisco Who's been in the system For six years I think it's time To give Chancisco A new new position um, Move him to first base Left field Because Josh You're right With Adley Rushman's Coming up Usually backup catchers Are at least good Defensively Chancisco Doesn't bring you that um, I'm not sure If he's a good enough Hitter to be a DH Every day um, So I think it's time That Find a new position. That's why I think the beginning of next year, you'll see Chancisco playing something besides catcher. Because this trial in the majors at catcher has, I think, been a bit of a disaster. And so I think Chancisco has kind of punched his ticket out of the catcher position, and now he's going to have to real quick figure out how to play left field or third base or second base or first base, something else. Maybe we, we can
2: uh, yeah. they can take this opportunity this off season to have Adley Rushman. Coach Chancisco on how to be a better catcher. <laughs> <laughs> but, you are, you
1: are. but you are. You're already seeing highlights of Adley Rushman doing well behind the plate and doing proper pitch framing to help out the pitchers. Yeah, I,
0: I saw, I saw the video I, of him framing, and I immediately changed my opinion on robot umpires.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, good point. Yeah, pitch framing does nothing for robot umpires. That is true. Um, but, I think, yeah, but I think, yeah, the Orioles are clear with that as Adley Rushman's the catcher of the future. If you're not going to perform in that catcher position, you're kind of just in the way. And not, even and not even you're not even in the way. You're just like a, a placeholder. And do you really want to be the placeholder in Bowie? That's, if you're not advancing, there's no point. In, and you're never going to make it to the majors if you're just the placeholder in Bowie. Yeah. I mean,
0: Natalie Rushman won't be here for two years, I don't think. And so San Francisco could have all next year to catch. But my argument still is like, he's been catching in this organization for six years still sucks at it. What makes you think he's going to be better next year at, you know, I, I, I don't see it. So let's kind of move on finding a new position or get the heck out. Right. And
1: I think the, I think the Orioles, Orioles I, I think the Orioles lean towards more towards that. Get out of it. Get the heck out side ever as in, we'll let you keep catching because we don't want to pay to bring another catcher in when we've, got a catcher who will be ready in two years when we're ready to win. Go so go ahead, go ahead do keep that. doing your crap back there. Uh, hopefully and hopefully it doesn't hurt the pitchers.
0: Yeah, which I find a little bit annoying because here's the, he's a high OBP guy. Um, he, he has... So he gets on base a lot. I think the hit tool, the question is how much power can he hit with? He has, and I was surprised at this number, but he has um, uh, this year between the majors and the minors, he has 18 home runs. So he's 10 in the minors and 8 in the majors. 18 home runs this year in the minors and majors. That's that's some power. So I think the hit tool's there. So I wish they would find a spot for this kid. Why can't anybody – I'm sorry. It's not that hard to play infield. Why can't they just put anyone at second base? It's
1: not that hard. <laughs> we, we've seen them put just anyone at second base. We've been through Steve the Pierce anyone at second, second base. base. Yeah. Steve Pierce, Steve Pierce played second base. We've had other guys play athletes. second base. It doesn't work out. All right.
0: I just want to see his batting line, I mean, up, but I wish he didn't suck so much at catching.
2: Maybe uh, Michael Elias can give him some tips in the offseason.
1: Yeah, there you go. Or his computers. Yeah.
2: Give him a new iPad with some apps in it. <laughs> Memorize these numbers, Chance. Right. Or your chance is up. Bird, last clever. chance. Last chance, Chance.
1: Send him to the last chance you.
2: They
0: should make a TV shot for Chance Disco, Last Chance Chance.
2: (laughs) I'd watch it. I'd watch it. (laughs) At least I'd give the first episode a chance.
1: (laughs) All right, chances are good.
0: (laughs) All right, boys, you got anything else in here for the uh, good of the calls?
1: Well, I don't think we've talked since the Orioles have announced that while the Orioles are on this little road trip, they are extending the nets even more, and now going foul pole to foul pole. Yeah, but that guys, that doesn't really, really that
2: doesn't really affect you anymore.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's just a state of baseball. Uh, and really, it's the Orioles are doing this, but every team is. I noticed that Tampa did, has not done it yet, but. um... I don't know. You guys are taking the little kids to games. You got the boys that are going to games. Are you all for this because of safety like that? Or does Uh, it take away from the fan experience?
2: Speaking for myself personally, it doesn't affect me in the least because I don't think, at least until he's much older, I would never take him and sit that close because I'm not paying the price for that ticket for a child that won't pay attention for more than a few innings.
1: Yeah, that was always my stance.
2: And uh, I mean, that—that's—I can't really think outside the box. Other than that, I mean, if you're willing to pay fifty bucks or plus for a good seat behind the dugout, and you want to take your child and pay that price for their seat as well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's that's on you to pay attention. I, you know, you're putting your trust in oh, uh, the Orioles and Major League Baseball will protect my child for me. Therefore, uh, I'll pay fifty plus dollars for the ticket. I don't know then maybe i would be inclined to pay a higher price for a ticket knowing that i don't have to pay 100 attention to make sure he doesn't get killed by a foul ball i don't know i still am not going to pay the price of those tickets anytime soon
1: well does it feel like really fast that we've gone from like just backstops to pole to pole
0: yeah i mean one of the cool things about baseball is you are so close to the players right like with football, I feel like there's a lot of space between you and where the players play. Um, right. Hockey, you're right there, but they have all that, um, all the glass around. Um, the NBA, you're 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 pretty close to the players, which is I think pretty cool and adds t- kind of to the excitement. And so I do think like you lose something. Um, I, I think it's kind of, it's not debatable. You lose something by putting up the nets. The question is, and I know, well, they can be retractable, so you can, you know, do the autographs and stuff, but even like just the
1: game experience. Can they be retractable? Yeah. Yeah. I know people say that, but can they physically be retractable? I don't know if they can. The Orioles said they can. Are are the Orioles ones going to be retractable? That's what the
0: Orioles said, yeah.
1: Okay. I haven't seen any that are retractable yet. I've heard fans talk about the possibility of them being retractable. On Twitter,
0: the Orioles responded to a couple of fans complaining and said they will be retractable.
1: Okay, that'll be interesting to see. But that's just. Can they retract them when we have a play like uh, yesterday, when DJ Stewart was running to try to catch the ball over the fence yeah. over on the sideline? Yeah, yeah. And it, it ended up going off his glove. But nowadays, that would hit the or next week when that happens, that'll hit the net and then not be playable. Right? Can they get them out of the way real quick?
0: No, I think it's just for the beginning of the game and after the game. And so I do think like something of the game is lost. Now the question is. Is it worth losing a little bit of that, a, a little bit of that closeness to the players, a little bit of that, you know, fan, a player can dive into the stadium, you know, like great Derek Jeter plays famous. Um, are we okay with losing that in order to be a little bit more
1: safe? Um, and I did. And, and But it's not about safety. What's it about? It's, a, it's, it's a, about lawsuits. It's about lawsuits. People, they, the Orioles don't care whether or not you live or die. They just don't want to be sued about it.
0: I think that's a dumb stance to take.
1: <laughs> I, I think we make decisions every day that are more about, are laws, more about laws, laws than the actual, laws. the actual safety and caring for people. Okay, so the okay, fine. I'll it's buy the same way
2: seat seatbelts are the seatbelts are the law because uh, I feel like it should be my right if I want to get in a car accident and fly through the windshield. That's my problem. Then
1: come to Florida. There's still a seatbelt law, isn't there? Uh, it's, it's a lot more lax. There's no, if you're in the back seat, you don't need to wear a seatbelt. There's anymore.
2: no helmet law, which I also agree with. If you want to ride your motorcycle without a helmet and put your life in your own hands, I feel like that's your right. call. Yeah
1: I, I, yeah, I am all for the dumb people can die, it's okay, the life goes on.
2: Okay, then you libertarians should be <laughs> anti-net. I am I, I am I anti-net, that's
1: the whole point of this.
2: I, I. What do you think about this? You meant you brought up ice hockey. Uh, if they're going to put up nets, then I think they need to eliminate foul territory and put the seats all the way up to the foul line. Then you're close to the action, and you only have a thin net between you and the real action. How about that?
1: Yeah. I would. Then it becomes like indoor soccer. Why? So could you imagine the baseball bouncing off
2: that? Sure. But why? If you're going to put up nets, why even have a foul territory then?
1: To go catch the ball.
2: But that's, who cares? Make, force them to put the ball in play. Get a legitimate out or a legitimate hit. I'm tired but of these pop-ups and foul territory. Uh,
0: there are too many foul balls I'm in kinda, baseball too, so I get that. <laughs> I'm a little
1: interested in this. this. I think you're going about this the wrong way. It's not to, it's not to get fans uh, uh, closer to the field. It's to get uh, the game moving faster. And, rid of foul and, and give us. away less
2: expensive baseballs. Yeah, this is all about keeping well, yeah, the baseball net's in the stands. About. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like hold yeah, yeah, this whole,
1: whole nets for the $25 fee. Yeah, so They're they losing
2: money the- on all those free baseballs that go into the stands. But I'm concerned. I've seen a couple players get hit um, in the bleachers with home
0: runs and get hit in the face. Players? Yeah, I, I know that, Well, players too. Hashtag <laughs> DJ Stewart. But I'm concerned about, yeah, we need to put a net around DJ Stewart. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. No, but I think they should put uh, in the outfield, in front of the bleachers, a net. Because those home
2: runs are coming in really fast with the fans. So, yeah, Jim, but I know think how the there?
1: Japanese series was.
2: I think you'd agree home runs straight away at our center field are far more infrequent than foul balls over the dugout. Um, have you seen the Orioles pitching staff? <laughs> True. Good <laughs> argument.
1: And in that case, you might want to get rid of domes because I was sitting in the outfield yesterday. And uh, there was a home run hit right over my head. And I could not find that ball in the dome ceiling. Just looking for it, looking for it until like the last second is when I saw it. I just don't yeah.
0: understand Josh's argument that they're just trying to get the appearance of safety. Like, Josh, are you telling me that the metal detectors that we have to walk through to get in the stadium, are you telling me that they don't actually keep us safe?
1: <laughs> no, they don't <laughs> keep you safe at the airport either
0: i've walked through you know those things with keys before i've done it yeah.
2: they tell you to walk through now they don't even want you to empty your you pockets walk through with keys. yeah keys yeah, and phones some, and everything some of, them,
1: some of them you carry your phone through the mouth. i've had them. my, so my chastity belt on before.
2: walked right through <laughs> well i mean if they're going this far with the net i mean next thing you know they're just going to get rid of stadiums altogether. i mean everyone watches the game at home on television anyway who goes nobody goes to the games so uh why even play for a paying crowd anymore? Yeah, that's what Tampa Bay's doing. Josh, that's why they don't have nets. They're not concerned about lawsuits cuz you just don't have to be a person away. there to get hit to have a lawsuit. <laughs> they should hope. the Rays should do a promotion where they get rid of all nets including the backstop uh, just to bring people back into the game. And they <laughs> should do like the NBA where they put the seats like on the court, like put
0: seats on the field in front of yeah. the court, line up on both sides. I think that'd be cool.
2: We should be commissioners. <laughs> totally, and I'd make them run to third base instead of first base. Too far, bro. All
1: <laughs> right, right, I just picked up <laughs> Bud Selig's new book. Speaking of commissioners, where he talks about like the changing games from the inside and like how baseball changed while he was commissioner.
2: Um, you want to know? I oh, mean, biogenesis.
1: He was commissioner? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. he, he almost steroids. brought down
2: same. baseball altogether.
1: Yeah. So I'm curious to read his take on the whole yeah. thing. He's um, very supportive
2: of Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Yeah,
0: and Barry Bonds. Good friend of the show, um, Glenn Clark had had a, a show out today with Bud, Bud Selig, a, a good interview with Bud Selig. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, because he's going around promoting his book, For the Good of the Game, which sounds like his reasoning for steroids. <laughs> the inside story of the surprising and dramatic transformation of Major League Baseball.
2: Mm. Yeah, sounds interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it sounds interesting. I will not be reading it. Josh, you can read it and give us a summary.
1: Yeah, I'm to plan to. Uh, I plan to read it. Is any
0: does Bud Selig does he do? Does an audiobook? I hope he does. Oh,
1: uh, it is not read by Bud Selig. Oh, I already <laughs> <yet>. checked. Oh. <laughs> but I will say the first baseball player he mentions, Barry Bonds. Yeah. <laughs> Within the first three sentences, he talks about Barry Bonds and the home run record.
0: Well, I'm sure you can't avoid it.
1: It's his legacy. All right. All right. Can we get out of here now? I've been playing the music. You want to get out of here? You now? have not. <laughs> no, I'm in Tampa. I it, told you guys I don't have the music. It's <laughs> going to have to be put in afterwards. You can do whatever you
0: want. He could have been putting it in from the start of the show. You can do whatever. Seriously. Wants.
1: Right. Yeah. All right.
2: We got four weeks of this uh, season left, and then, uh, then what? You know what the best part is?
1: Ravens play on Sunday.
2: Heck yes! Finally. Raven.
1: We haven't even we haven't even talked Ravens. Somehow we've been able to talk to Orioles through this entire summer, and we get football on Sunday.
2: Yeah, give Section three three six props for that. We just spent a whole hour and didn't even mention Ravens Week One coming up. Or my fantasy football draft. Still is. an hour yeah. talking <laughs> yeah. Orioles yeah, we, in this atrocious season.
1: Right, we saved you all from breaking down Matt's C minus uh, draft. We have
2: no idea what they're talking about. With I have my draft tomorrow night. And I'm yeah. ready for it to I'll, be over.
1: Take a suggestion. Don't be like Matt and drop Gronk.
2: Or uh, Andrew Luck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man,
1: Matt took Gronk though. Gronk real, Gronk's really.
0: coming back is going to be the steal of the draft. Um, but
1: we're not a keeper league. By the way,
0: I already dropped him. <laughs>
1: okay, good. That was just, you took Gronk because you couldn't figure out anyone else on the board to take. Yeah,
0: there's, there's,
1: needed to buy some time. Yeah, there's, there's a good guy
0: No, I, I um, uh, I will. If anybody wants to follow me on Twitter, at section three three six. I'll post out pics of my fantasy draft, and I'll just post up the same picture every hour on the hour of my fantasy team. You guys can get uh, inundated. Um, I don't like when people post on Twitter pics of their fantasy team. Because it's like people who post pics of their tournament team. I don't care.
1: I'll post my fantasy team when I play Matt and beat him, and I'll just post the scores online. Oh I yeah, mean, I'll post that, <laughs> too. Just for that. I'll post that Just when to I show that I beat Matt. All right, bring it. Bring it.
0: You post that, I'm blocking you. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Yeah, like I said, you can follow me at text36. You can follow Bert on Twitter. At Bert Roadie. You can follow Josh on Twitter.
1: At Josh Thanks for listening,
0: boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Get that number one pick.
1: Go to the app store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out.
2: Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches. 92% Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. Ninety-two percent stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a thirty-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com/home-trial. dash This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15%
0: off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at
1: macys.com slash star rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.